Welcome to Locked On Yankees. I'm Jesse Spector, the editor of LockedOnYankees.com. I'm a lifelong New Yorker, former Daily News and Sporting News guy, now found in a variety of other places as a freelancer, including here. It'll be fun. Let's have fun. And I don't really know how much fun the Yankees had in Washington on Tuesday night. Uh, they, they went out there and played five and a half innings of baseball, and then it got rainy. So that, that game is suspended. The Yankees fell behind 3 nothing, um, and came back to tie it 3-3. Tyler Austin had a two-run homer and a sack fly, making his case to try to keep a roster spot, which might be a lost cause once Greg Bird gets back into business. Uh, but, you know, we'll see about that, and we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the game will pick back up at 3-3, starting the bottom of the sixth inning. And the Yankees need a new pitcher anyway. Uh, so th- they were in that spot. To begin with, they had not yet announced their new pitcher because the game went to a rain delay after the top of the sixth in which the Yankees pinch hit from Masahiro Tanaka. So they were already going to change pitchers one way or another. They can really go with anyone. Uh, the game will start at 5.05 and be followed by the regularly scheduled game, which features, of course, the matchup between CC Sabathia and Max Scherzer. So it should be a, an interesting scenario there, starting a game you know, in a tied situation uh, with, with the Nationals batting rather than the Yankees uh, in, in Washington. So all that's going on. Uh, there are some interesting things to talk about coming out of Tuesday, and uh, that includes Clint Frazier getting called up, uh, Aaron Boone's National League Park lineup construction, uh, and Masahiro Tanaka in his latest start, which we now know the final line on, and we also know that Masahiro Tanaka is getting a no decision because he came out of that game in a tie uh, with the Nationals coming to bat. First, let's let's talk about Clint Frazier because I did a whole thing on yesterday's show about how I didn't think he was going to come up anytime soon. And you know, the very next uh, couple hours later, after the show got posted, uh, Clint Frazier called up and David Hale was DFA'd. Uh, Frazier was called up and then didn't start, even though the Yankees were facing a left-handed pitcher in Gio Gonzalez. So that was a little bit odd because you're kind of thinking why is Clint Frazier here if he's not going to be starting as a left-hander? And you're going to start Aaron Hicks in center field, who is a much weaker hitter from the right side of the plate. Aaron Hicks is a switch hitter, but he's a much better lefty hitter than he is a righty hitter. Seemed like, you know, if you were calling Frazier up and and the expectation was that he's actually going to be here, that you would play him. But Brian Cashman did say what I kind of thought when I saw the news that, that Frazier was coming up which is that the Yankees are in a National League park right now, and they want to have the extra pinch-hitting bat uh, in case Aaron Boone wants to do any kind of double switches or any of that, what have you. You don't really need the 13-man pitching staff. You want to lengthen that bench a little bit in the NL park. That meant that for the second time this year, David Hale was DFA'd, uh, designated for assignment. Last time that happened, Hale was claimed on waivers by the Minnesota Twins. 
uh, pitched very briefly for them. They designated him back for assignment, and the Yankees uh, picked him back up after that. We'll see what happens uh, as David Hale continues on the Chris Capuano track, I guess you, you could call it. Uh, although the Yankees have not had the same kind of reliance on David Hale that they had on Chris Capuano when they were routinely DFAing him a couple of years ago. What's going to be interesting, because it really doesn't seem that Clint Frazier is here to stay, he doesn't have a place to play, and he's a guy that needs at-bats. So bringing him up for two days to be an extra bat in a National League Park does make some sense. Uh, it would have been nice to see him actually get a start, especially because he's been swinging a good bat in AAA, but certainly doesn't look like that's the case. So if he goes back and the Yankees go back to wanting to have a 13-man staff, they have some interesting, uh, an interesting lack of options here because here's the pitchers who are on the 40-man roster who are neither on the Yankees right now nor currently on a disabled list. You've got Albert Abreu, who's pitching really well, but he's in high A and he's a starter and he's a big-time prospect starter and they're not going to just rush him up to the major leagues to be the, the David Hale-style long relief mop-up man that the Yankees hardly ever need and don't really ever want to see pitch, uh, except to eat up some innings maybe in some blowouts. Uh, Then you've got Giovanni Gallegos, and Gallegos has pitched exactly once since he came off the AAA DL, and that was last Friday, and he pitched one inning and gave up three runs. So Yankees don't have a whole lot of options there. They they have... uh, one option that is absolutely not happening and then one option that isn't really desirable right now because you don't have any kind of sense that Gallegos is ready to step into a major league role. So what do you do? Uh, Maybe you'd call up Ali Perez. He's the most logical guy to come up and be on the roster. He'd give the Yankees another lefty out of the bullpen. He's capable of doing the short. He's capable of doing the long. He's 36, but he's, he's been steady enough for Scranton. You know, and get back in the mix in the major leagues and and make that happen. But you need to get somebody off the 40 men to do that. I think in that scenario, uh, Luis Sessa would be the guy that goes on the 60-day. He's been out a month already with the oblique strain, and there's been seriously no news about Luis Sessa since then. So like, even if he was to like start a throwing program tomorrow, he's still a good ways away from returning to action. So you could put him on the 60-day, and that would put him out another month from right now, and maybe that's what the Yankees have to do. There's there's not a lot of wiggle room here. So we'll see what they do. It'll probably be in, you know, another couple of days of Clint Frazier in the major leagues. You wish that it was Clint Frazier in the major leagues to stay, but you also understand why that is not the case with the outfield package that the Yankees have. They're going to give Brett Gardner and Aaron Hicks time to hit. And Gardner really has started to hit. And I would expect to see him against Max Scherzer in the lineup when the scheduled game gets underway on Wednesday evening. Max Scherzer's not really a guy that you expect to hit against. But Gardner has been hitting better lately. Hicks has been uh, you know, up and down. So there's not really room for Frazier right now. And the best thing for him is to stick in triple a and, and keep swinging that hot bat. And eventually, you know, he keeps doing that long enough. He's going to force their hand. So either to play him or trade him one way or the other, he's a major leaguer in my eyes and should be 
So we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens there. The other option for the Yankees, as far as the 60-man goes, uh, would be Billy McKinney, who's been out longer than than Sessa, but he's already rehabbing, so doing the 60-man with him uh, really wouldn't be very much of a solution. And I, I don't see that happening. So we'll figure out uh, what happens going forward. And in the meantime, if you'd like to figure out something with us about how to advertise on Locked on Yankees, you should. Send an email to LockedOnNYY at gmail.com and we'll get you set up. That's LockedOnNYY at gmail.com. So when the Yankees pick up this game uh, in the sixth inning on Wednesday late afternoon, early evening in Washington, D.C., uh, they will be doing so with a a different lineup than you know, we've seen for most of the year. It was a different lineup that started this game. Uh, first of all, no DH. So that meant uh, you know, to get Judge and Stanton both in there, it meant no Gardner because Aaron Hicks was playing center field. And, you know, you're sitting Gardner out against the lefty. Gardner then uh, did come up and pinch hit for Masahiro Tanaka. Uh, and we'll see if he stays in the game. Uh, after after they resume, because again, uh, the Yankees have not put in their new pitcher. It could wind up being a, a bit of a different kind of double switch over the course of uh, 20 hours, the old 20-hour double switch. We'll see what the Yankees do there. I think, though, that what happened here gave, gave a bit of a window into Aaron Boone's thinking uh, as far as you know, where he where he lies on the managerial spectrum, because he had Masahiro Tanaka, who is not a hitter, had him bat eighth, and I understand that. I, I get it. Even though you know you want to usually have your your weakest hitter bat ninth, I like the idea, especially because you're putting him in front of power bats uh, to have Glaber Torres be the number nine hitter. And, like, Torres is hit. Like, he's hit since he's been in the majors. So that's that's not an issue. I feel like he's lower down in the lineup, sort of to relieve the pressure. And by not putting him in front of a pitcher, you know, he's not going to get pitched in that traditional National League eight-hole sort of way that can mess you up. You have to have a, a different sort of approach to that. And Miguel Andohar was, was fulfilling it pretty decently. You know, he had a... a pretty good at bat before the rains came so I like what he's doing there and it, it's breaking from that orthodoxy and, and kind of flows with this idea of Boone as a more forward-thinking uh, analytic based kind of manager and, and I think that that's that's a good thing um, I also you know, see that Aaron Judge and Jim Carl Stanton back together as the number two three hitters in the lineup but there was a change here and that was to have Gary Sanchez back clean up and drop Didi Gregorius to fifth Didi had you know, not been quite as good since Stanton moved down to cleanup I'm not sure why putting him fifth is the move here and and moving Sanchez into the four spot you're then really stacking your righties maybe that's just something that the Yankees wanted to do against the lefty starter and Gio Gonzalez. We'll see how Aaron Boone fills out the lineup card for the schedule game on Wednesday and, and exactly what what track he tries to make with that. You know, you're also looking at Aaron Hicks was the leadoff man in this game, and, you, and you're kind of also like, what's up with that? Because 
Aaron Hicks is not hit, and especially not as a right-handed batter. It's uh, that was the head scratcher more so, more so than Torres hitting ninth and Tanaka hitting eighth. Hicks in the leadoff spot was the uh, was the oddity there, but we'll see exactly what the Yankees do because they are in a position where you know, Aaron Judge made the final out of the top of the sixth. You're not going to double switch Judge out of the game, but you could double switch Hicks out of the game. And especially if you're going with a, a reliever that you want to have go multiple innings, you know, what whatever option you want to take there coming out of the bullpen to delay the plate appearance there uh, by two spots, you could leave Gardner in and take Hicks out. Uh, and then you would still have Clint Frazier in reserve to, to be a pinch hitter, to play outfield if you need him to, if, if you want him to take over for Gardner in center field a little bit later on in the game. There are things that the Yankees can do, play around with it, and and that's why Clint Frazier's there. But, yeah, having Aaron Hicks as your leadoff man, the guy's going to get the most plate appearances in a game if, you know, if he stays in the game. That's, that's an odd move, given all the bats that the Yankees have in their lineup that could do that. I'm I'm still waiting to see the Yankees try something like what the Angels did on Tuesday night, and and that would be to have uh, Mike Trout bat leadoff and Shohei Otani bat second. Uh, we'll see how long they stick with that, but it's a uh, it's a different era of baseball now, just for this reason of you know how how you go about constructing your lineup and the thoughts that go into it, and there's there are clear differences from team to team and the way that their philosophies go. And I think that what the Yankees did here in shaking up their lineup uh, going down to D.C. Uh, does give you a little bit of a window into uh, into what their thinking is and what Aaron Boone's mindset is. And I should tell you now that if you'd like to subscribe to Locked on Yankees, you should, and you can do so on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Last FM, on Podbean. Pretty much anywhere. And if you're not seeing the podcast where you want to subscribe to it, let us know. Send a tweet to at LockedOnYankees or send an email to LockedOnNYY at gmail.com. Thanks. We want to get your podcast to you the best way that we can and how you want it. So just let us know if that's not happening. All right. So before leaving this game, Masahiro Tanaka gave up yet another home run. This one to Anthony Rendon in the first inning. Put the Yankees behind immediately. That's nine homers and nine starts that Tanaka's given up. Uh, and it's been two starts where he didn't give up any, two starts where he gave up two, and then the other five, uh, he's given up one home run in. And I think it, we're just at this point, like, you just kind of have to accept it and hope that when Tanaka does give up that home run in a start that it's going to be a solo shot like it was here. Uh, this start wound up not being his best because he had a, a real struggle uh, with the bottom of the order, went five innings, gave up three runs. He only threw 72 pitches, so he could have continued, but would have been taken out anyway uh, because of the pinch hitter, and that's, uh, that's National League Baseball for you. I don't know why people think that it's better that you take out a pitcher who's, you know, Tanaka had found his groove. He had set down 11 in a row. He was pitching well. But yeah, you know that's a guy that you got to take out of the game and have that decision made. Uh, you don't certainly don't want the best players 
involved. Uh, I don't get it. In in this era of specialization in so many ways, the National League game is an anachronism. And it's just, it's time will go. There will be a day when we see the designated hitter all throughout baseball. I, I really do believe that, and I do believe that it's going to be sooner rather than later. But even if Tanaka had stayed in the game and not been pinch hit for, and this was a ballpark where you use the DH, he would have been coming out anyway because of the rain. So the Yankees continue on, and they will continue this game on Wednesday with a new pitcher. They will continue uh, to play the rest of the series after that. The entire two-game series uh, will have its results come in in one day. Not a doubleheader. Not sure exactly how you classify it. It's uh, it's a suspended game. I know that, but I don't know exactly you know, how you, how you count that for the uh, for the records and and all the things of really micro level baseball bookkeeping. Uh, but either way, the Yankees will either uh, win two, lose two, or split on Wednesday. They will have two results. Uh, the weather is supposed to be better in D.C. on Wednesday, so hopefully they. They do get the conclusion of the Tuesday game and the scheduled Wednesday game in, and then the Yankees head off to Kansas City for a weekend series with the Royals. And we will continue on this week with Omari Brown and Gary Phillips and Sean St. Shaw coming your way the rest of the week. So enjoy listening to them. As always, it has been my pleasure speaking on here and getting into your ears. So reach out with any questions, comments, thoughts, what have you. And uh, look forward to getting back on here on Locked on Yankees. And we'll see you next time.